Welcome to Just One More Story by George Walters, a weekly podcast where I share with you a mixture of personal stories as well as some useful tips, techniques, and advice that might help you live a healthier, happier life. They might even get you motivated enough to make the changes you need to be successful in areas that you never thought were possible. It should also be noted that any content that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. In other words, all the views and information expressed here on this podcast are my own and not the views of anyone else. And while I strive for accuracy, I can and will be wrong at times, as any honest human will have to admit. So, if you're looking for that special something to start or end your day, you're in the right place. And the great part is, you can listen to all my podcasts for free, anywhere, at any time. So with that, let's get started. Hi folks, how y'all doing today? Well, I hope. Before I get going here today, I would like to take a minute or two and thank all those that have sent me emails, comments, letters, and phone calls, saying how much they're enjoying my stories. I want you to know that I appreciate the time and effort you took in letting me know. Some have asked, why do you do all this, wanting nothing in return? Well, simply put, I have always felt that it is important to share our experiences with others. And telling my stories is a way of me doing that. Oh, sure, I charge for the books I have written. But I only charge what it costs my lovely wife and I to publish and have them printed. Another reason I do this podcast is that writing stories for someone to read is one thing. But I have found over the years that not all read the story that I have written in the way I would like it to be read. Meaning that the emotions that I would like for the reader to feel are sometimes being missed. So hearing that is why I started this podcast. And along with all that, it's a way that folks can get to know me a bit better. And if you send me a note occasionally at storiesatkeepingnotes.com, I'll say that one more time, storiesatkeepingnotes.com, I can get to know you better too. Which is what I believe is what life is all about, friendship. Yes, I know, I am a bit set in my ways, and I can be a bit cantankerous occasionally. And as hard as that is to believe, I have been told that many times too. For those that don't know what cantankerous means, it means bad-tempered, argumentative, and uncooperative. Not much I can do about it. And truth be told, I'd rather be happy being myself than sad trying to please or being like someone else. So now that I have all that looked after, how about we get on with a story today? It's a true story, and being that it is longer than normal, I decided to break it up into two parts. The one today is called Women of Yesteryear. The second one, which will follow this one, is called Men of Yesteryears. I hope you enjoy them both. You know, there are some folks who get to saying that women and men of today work longer hours and harder than those of, say, the late 1800s and the early 1900s. Well, I'm not one to say they are wrong in their thinking, 
while listening to my old grandfather one day talking to a friend of his about a lady back when he was a boy sure changed my perspective on some things. It's a true story and goes something like this. Mary, I'm heading out to see if I can buy us a cow or two over in Little Dixie Landing. I should be back in a few days. Okay, Ed, but you be careful, as I don't think I can handle all this work around here that has to be done if something should happen to you. Don't you be fretting none now. I'll be back before you know it, with fresh milk for the table. Maybe on your way you could swing by the grass widow. It wouldn't be too far out of your way as I have some clothes that I don't wear anymore that you can give her. I don't think she has much in the way of money to buy new things. For those that don't know, a grass widow back then was the old way of letting folks know that Jessica, that was her name, was a divorcee. Her husband and her, many years ago, were heading west with a wagon train. She was in the family way, and when the baby came due, they knew they would have to stop for a spell. And doing so, the others on the train didn't want to wait for them, so they were left to fend for themselves, which they did, building a cabin by a small creek that was surrounded by rich soil. The story goes that things went along pretty good for the two of them for a year or so. Then one day, another wagon train came by, and lo and behold, her husband hooked up with another woman leaving her at the cabin on her own with a young baby to look after. Jessica did well, though, for herself, in spite of him leaving her alone, and went on to raise that baby to be a fine young man. The thing is, Ed, and listen closely, don't you be staying too long at Jessica's place. I don't want you to be leaving me for another woman, like what happened to her. <laughs> Now, Mary, you know me better than that after all these years we've been together, and you still don't trust me? I trust you, Ed, but I'm not too sure about Jessica. Well, no matter. You needn't worry about that. I got cows in my mind, not women. With that, early the next morning, Ed was on his way, knowing that it would be a hard trip, as half of it was through a piece of desert with no water to speak of, other than one small watering hole about halfway across. Mary now, she had lots of work on her plate, with her husband being gone, so she set right out of the way, putting a schedule in her mind for getting things done. The cow they had now was pretty well dried up, but she did manage a half a pail in the morning and the same at night, but every day it was a bit less. So first on her list would be the milking, once she had that finished, she got busy making butter with half of the milk she did make, She did get. It didn't take too long to whip up a few blocks, which would last a week with her being on her own. After that, she decided to make some bread, which consisted of around four loaves. Boy, she thought, they're going to be right tasty with that fresh butter. I sure hope Ed finds us a good cow. Two would be better, as I kind of think, you know, I might be in the family way. I suppose I should have told him before he left, but I figured if I had, he wouldn't have left me here on my own, and, he, and we will definitely be needing more milk, especially with a new milk to feed. As soon as the bread was cooling on the counter, she headed on out to the barn as the animals had to be fed. First, 
were the two pigs which they raised for winter's meat and lamp oil. They had to have their pen cleaned out and fresh straw put down. Then came the chickens, which consisted of around ten or so, along with an old rooster that gave her a hard time every time she went in to gather the eggs. You may crow in the early morning hours, you old devil, and I do appreciate that, but the hens here deliver the goods. Now away with you, so I can get these eggs gathered. Once gathered, she put them in a wooden bowl on the counter, thinking that if it got a bit warm in the house later on, she would move them to the root cellar, where it was cooler. She sure didn't want them to spoil. Once that was finished, she went back outside and threw down some feed for them to eat, and for just a minute or two, she stopped and watched them, as it gave her a feeling of contentment. Then the team of horses had to be harnessed and hooked up to the wagon, as firewood needed to be brought down from the bush, which was about half a mile from her home. Her husband had it cut and piled, but hadn't had time to haul it in yet. Along the way, she spotted a bunch of buffalo chips, which made for excellent burning in her wood stove, so she decided to stop and pick them up, putting them into the wagon. Once finished, she carried on, noticing the horses snorting and getting a bit nervous. She knew right away it was a pack of wolves that had been in the area, so just in case she brought out a rifle from under the seat. It was an old 4570 single shot, 1873 Springfield, trapdoor rifle, which, despite its lack of rapid fire, it still had one heck of a wallop at long range and downright deadly at short range. And being that it was only one shot didn't matter neither, as she could load it within seconds, and hardly ever missed what she was aiming at. Don't you two be worrying now, speaking to the horses. I won't let them hurt you. With just them few words, the horses calmed down, and they carried on. When she arrived where her husband had the firewood stash, she got busy, and after a couple hours, she had it piled high on the wagon. I'm going to need to go for a swim in the creek tonight, as I'm sweating like a horse. Now, no offense to you two now, just words. I'm also kind of tired after loading this wood, and you two old mavericks know the way home, so I'll leave you to it. I'm going to lean back here on the seat and rest my eyes for a spell. And the two old horses did just that. At home, she got busy and unloaded the wood in a shed by the cabin's front door. Some she carried in for the wood stove for cooking, along with some to take the chill off come nightfall. Taking a brief few minutes, uh, she then decided to make herself a ham sandwich using her bread and butter she made earlier with a half a glass of cool milk from the morning's milking. Can't drink too much, as I'll be needing it for other things later on. With milk and sandwich in hand, out to the porch she went, sitting down in her old rocking chair that her husband had made for her the year before. Life can't get much better than this, she thought, and took her first bite. Hmm, so good. Once she finished, she unhooked the horses and wiped them down some and put them into the corral by the barn with some hay. There you go, you two. You deserve the rest of the day off. Sorry for not getting to you sooner. Back at the house, out came the wash tub, which sat by the well. 
A bit of hot water was drained from the cook stove and mixed with a bit of homemade lye soap, along with adding some more cool water that she pumped from the well. She then went into the cabin and gathered the dirty clothes her husband had left her, along with her own, and some bedding that needed washing, and got busy. When everything was washed, she put them all into an old wooden bushel and carried them to the clothesline that went from the house to the corner of the barn and hung them up to dry. Great day for drying, she said to herself. Nice breeze and lots of sun. I sure do enjoy fresh sheets. Once the washing was completed, some more bacon was done, and for the time it took her to make the pies, she hummed a few of her most favorite songs. Later on in the day, the second milking was taken care of. The team of horses were put into the barn along with a cow for the night. And the chickens were put into their coop with the door being shut up tight, just in case some pesky wolves happened by while she was sleeping. Time for a cool bath in the creek, she said. I have been looking forward to it all day. Once finished, she combed out her long blonde hair sitting on the front porch wondering where her husband Ed was and what he was thinking about at this very moment. Better be about me. With that, she smiled and went in to sweep out the kitchen and put the pies away. After that, the freshly washed clothes were brought in off the line and the sheets were put back on the bed. Well, Ed, wherever you are, I hope your day went along as well as mine. I'm heading off the bed now. Stay safe. With that, off the bed she went, with a feeling of goodness in her heart, knowing that she never let one minute go to waste through the day that had just passed. Well, maybe a minute or two, as I did sit out in the front porch to eat my sandwich. Good night, Ed. I miss you. And she drifted off to sleep. Yes, women and men of today have it hard sometimes, I grant you that. But for this woman named Mary, well... Let's just say she was a temporary California woman, which means a woman that is separated from her husband temporarily. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changin', Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com in ebook or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, or if you would like to buy me a coffee from time to time, you can email me at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time. Stories at keepingnotes.com. And I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, CastBox, Listen Notes, Amazon Music, and The Walters Post. It is also on your Google Home smart speaker. Just say, hey Google, play just one more story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcast, 
share them with others, or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening, along with those that have taken the time to let me know that they are enjoying my podcast. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters.